3: This is Live Bet Sunday on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network.
4: It's Live Bet Sunday here on Vsin. Happy to be with you as uh, we approach dinner time, early dinner time. Happy hour, I guess, on the East Coast. Uh, mid-afternoon here in Vegas. I'm Jeff Parles. We'll get Danny Burke and Ben Wilson back in a few minutes. But the reason we, we don't see those guys right now, the Hall of Famer. He's known as Maolio. <laughs> it's Vinnie Naliulo,
3: everybody. It's always happy hour. Yes,
4: well, in it's, the always, book. it's always yeah. happy hour behind us, anyway. I always mean, happy a, hour. I mean, it's what—it's still two-dollar Coors Lights. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good—it's a good, it's a good time
3: behind us. Well, it's always, uh, always a
4: good uh, good value, my friend. What's going on, buddy? Are you having a good day? I got—I got to tell you, Vinny, the resurgence of both New York football teams this year. I expected both of them to be better. I did not expect them to be a combined nine and three through two weeks of or Excuse me, through twelve games of action so far. You know, all
3: summer long, a lot of folks were talking about a Subway Series in baseball. <laughs> yes, the I'm sub- getting all these texts now and, and social media uh, notifications, particularly from relatives and friends, uh, about a, a Subway Super Bowl. Uh,
4: I I will say this. I know not a, little, allo- a little early. I, I for know that. I'll say I, I'm not allowed to do this. If anyone wants the better Subway Super Bowl <laughs> matchup, I'll, I'll very happily book your action. Oh, my uh, goodness. Because that's uh, that's just not going to happen. All right. Before we get to the date it was yeah. early, this slide, obviously, mega game in Kansas City mm-hmm. where you had three for a little bit this week. Not a long time, but a little bit. But it was mostly Buffalo two and a half most of the week. How did it end up for you guys
3: Behind the counter, been- game closed uh, two and a half with the Bills. Uh, full disclosure: we need uh, we need uh, Kansas City. The house needs. Did to you Kansas expect City. saying that? Not not terrible. I, I I really thought it would be a bit more two way. Uh, to be honest with you, Jeff. But um, no, it, it it's not really a shock. I mean, when you think about it, you know, everybody remembers the playoff game last year, which was one for the ages. But Buffalo did go in and beat. The Chiefs in Kansas Hammered City last regular season. Regular season. Yeah. Nobody talks about that. So, um, but uh, I, I, it was you know I thought it would be a bit more two way. I'm, I'm not shocked about it though. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked about this. Uh, this is more of a surprise. I think we, we need the Rams against the Panthers.
4: Well, that was one of those where the Rams have looked awful the last yeah. few weeks. Mm-hmm. The Panthers, to me, are the worst team in the NFL. They yeah. just fired their coach. They're yeah. starting a guy who should not be starting NFL mm-hmm. games. A BJ Walker today, and that was what did that peak? That peaked at ten and a half or eleven. Ten and a half. Peaked there were probably I a think half. there were some elevens yeah, out, yeah. out there. Yeah, there's some elevens out there. I think you got you yeah. guys peaked at ten and a half. Yeah. It closed nine. Mm-hmm. And look, it's one of those where I get why people bet the Panthers, but that was the perfect. All right, I can't do anything here because even though I think the Rams are. A big-time underachiever. Mm-hmm. The Panthers stink, and well, they're playing a guy who's, to me, actually worse than what they've got in the first five weeks.
3: If you were going with the Panthers again, if it was, uh, it would have been a play on two things, right? Maybe the number, right at ten and a half or eleven. Again, pro pro betters bet numbers; they don't bet teams, and perhaps yes. the coaching change. Um, and but also the Rams figured they, they if they were going to get well especially offensively, this was going to be the game. I mean, obviously, they just took the lead now, uh, finally scoring a touchdown here. But, um, yeah, this was – but people are seeing, Jeff, that – and they're realizing, especially when you uh, listen to Visa, if you want to make money – uh, betting, uh, betting football, betting anything really, but uh, NFL football. You've got to, you've got to bet some underdogs on occasion, and uh, well, if you've been people been doing that.
4: If you've been doing that this year, you've had a very nice once again, year so
3: far. Once again, the NFL delivers uh, in in terms of surprises, and we saw some uh, some this morning.
4: So, so I, when you walked in, the first thing I asked you mm-hmm. was, "This must have been a pretty good day for you guys, right?" And you were immediate in saying no. Not quite.
3: Not not as good as you might think, because again, what we strive for, what, what what we hope for, is this: we strive for balanced action. You don't get balanced action in every game. You we we get probably balanced action if you're lucky. You get balanced action in ten percent of the games, let's say, right? So you hope to you know you split out those other ninety percent of the games. Um, we never want all underdogs. A lot of folks are under the impression that uh, the House always wants underdogs to prevail and cover. That's not the case. Um, we we did need the Steelers today, uh, but we needed the Bengals, uh, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, the Saints today, who were an underdog. Colts game wound up, yesterday the Colts game was a bigger decision than today. That game really was, wound up being uh, pretty balanced. Um, uh, Brown's game was uh, was fairly balanced. Uh, we needed the Jets. That was the dog we needed. Um, the Giants game we uh, uh, that that was okay, but we needed the Dolphins. We needed the we needed the Niners today. Uh, the Niners were Atlanta, a favorite Atlanta. in that game, uh, and uh, we we needed uh, we needed the Niners. A- didn't way, get there.
4: Well, look, that was an injury report for San Francisco. That mm-hmm. there, there were two injury reports that stood out to me this week. It was Pittsburgh's. Yep. ended up being irrelevant because Pittsburgh won the game outright. And San Francisco's. Where mm-hmm. that today really showed up is San Francisco missing all those guys defensively, plus right. uh, their all world left tackle in Williams. It showed up today. But the Falcons injury reporters
3: know they've been a bit of a, they, mash a man, unit for, a, exactly. for for a month. You the, know? The, the only
4: the only thing with that is they got Pitts back. Hey, they actually yeah. realized throw the ball to both Kyle Pitts yeah. in the end zone. And, it works,
3: and and some good things are going to happen, <laughs> yeah. right? But I think you know what if you look at at the Steeler game in particular and the Jets game, yeah, uh, with both of them winning, um, their defenses up front did did quite well. Sure. The offensive lines of both the Packers. And the uh, Buccaneers today were awful. Uh, And and give credit to the Jets and and the Steelers' defense uh, uh, up front, particularly.
4: Tampa Bay's offensive line, we knew there were going to be problems when all the injuries happened. The retirement of Marpet as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, We figured that it would look worse. But, again, with the way that Pittsburgh had no T.J. Watt, They'd never won before. Their secondary was full of third-string the, the third, their, third string their guys. Their secondary had no mm-hmm. Minka Fitzpatrick, who's arguably the best safety in, in football. Mm-hmm. They were without their top three corners. Yeah. And they held Tampa to 18 points.
3: Right. It was uh, put put pressure on Brady, which they did. And, again, the Jets uh, putting pressure on Rodgers. So um, those were, those were the two games, really, I would say. That actually uh, really uh, saved the books this morning because of, mainly because of teasers and parlays. But you know, there there was some, like I said, um, there were some favorites that we needed, and we, we need a couple of favorites this afternoon.
4: That jet game was the rare occurrence where the eight point underdog on the road was clearly the better team. Yeah, very
3: rare. You know, <laughs> you see that. I've got to tell you, Jeff. I was I was talking to, uh, to Matt Humans last night, and uh, I, I made it a point to. There are some teams that are are, are playing hard for their coaches. Who, who yeah. you know, people did not. Uh, they felt this was a, a rebuild year for the Falcons, but the Falcons play hard. We knew the Jets had a good draft, and they, you know they they showed some promising things last year. Um, late, but they yeah. in in right late, in the, late season, in the season. But they're playing hard for some – But here's the other thing too: you've got you've got young quarterbacks. Not that Mariota, you know, Mariota is obviously a veteran, but when you look at some like. Wilson for the Jets is a young quarterback, but they're staying within his skill set. There are some teams with in, in in this immediate society that we live in. Yeah. With this, the, let's have results right now. Well, you're throwing these young quarterbacks, these first and second year quarterbacks, into the throes of an NFL competition. But guess what? Their coaching staff is not helping them because I don't think you've you've got coaches that that need some seasoning as
4: well. Vinny, the Jets had 99 yards passing today and won by 17 at Lambeau. Their Field. running
3: game was outstanding, Ca- and their defense was terrific. The two turnovers.
4: The, 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 the Jet defense yeah. probably played their best game legitimately since 2015. Yeah. Didn't no, they, were, uh, they were. They were excellent. All right, uh, late game. Yeah, Dallas, Philly, marquee teams, two best teams in my opinion currently in the NFC. Philly, Philly's up to six and a half. Forty-two is the total here, which when you said that, I'm like, hmm, that seems low, and then I immediately regretted saying that. Well, <laughs> um, but this is one of those interesting ones here, where Vinny, the Eagles are are if a teaser's alive here, they're going to the Eagles with a teaser. Te- teasers are for both teams, though. Yeah. Don't forget. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah twelve and a half on Dallas. Yeah. So
3: you know you're going through a touchdown and a half. Mm-hmm. So,
4: and then for Dallas, look, people ran to the window. Like Dallas was, was they already knew Dallas was going to win in cover last week against the Rams. They did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and look at Dallas. Amazingly enough, sitting in four and one with Cooper Rush playing four straight games.
3: Cooper Rush has been more than serviceable. Uh, been totally but I, fine. Yeah. I think that uh, it certainly really helped the Cowboys a great deal and not rushing Dak Prescott back. Their defense has been very good. Uh, Philly's defense and their offense have been terrific. So I, you know, I, I kind of wish, you know, Chris Andrews and Jimmy Vaccaro and I were talking uh, uh, early, right before a t- uh, kickoff of the afternoon games. And, you know, we would still prefer, you know, to have the Bills-Chiefs game in the primetime spot. But the fact that the NFC East is up for grabs here, really, to lead, um, I mean, you know, the Cowboys would have the tiebreaker, right, if, uh, if they win this game outright. Um, it's still a big game. So, you know, everything's going to be riding to it, going to it. Uh, We did get as low as six as well. So we opened five, got a size six and a half, um, you know, some folks were asking a couple of days ago, do you think you'll see seven? Uh, I don't know necessarily think we will right, when you think about it. I When you see how that, things have been getting that, played. If that
4: gets to seven, that gets gobbled well, up Well, It's one yeah.
3: of those things where I yeah. often say, if, you know, if that number, don't blink because right. you'll miss it.
4: No, you've you yeah. got to be on your screen and so, betting it in yeah. 35 seconds on, if it goes to uh, seven. Yeah,
3: got to have a real good reception on your mobile app because yeah, so, you uh, won't get to the window. In
4: 100%. Time. By the way, as you talk, Juju Smith-Schuster on a busted play Mahomes have avoided the sack, and a touchdown for Kansas City. Finally, mm-hmm. a touchdown in that game, and the Chiefs are going to have a 6-3 lead. PAT pending, but Harrison Butker's back, so that probably should be good.
3: I will tell you this. Yeah, I, know we the, uh, I know we're up against it here. 55 on the total, so the highest total on the board. And I know it's on an under pace right now. Let me tell you, it could be on an under pace going into the fourth quarter, and these two teams could light it up. So,
4: Vinny, they scored They scored they scored four times in the last two minutes when they played in the division last year to get that game way over Vinny pleasure as always good to be with you Joe Vinny and his smiling face here at the South Point on a Saturday or Sunday Vinny Maliulo everybody the sports betting Hall of Famer Ben and Danny back next
3: This is Live Bet Sunday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network.
6: It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted on specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM, state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older. And physically located in Nevada, please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Jeff Parles will be back with us in about 15 minutes, but we welcome you back. Live Bet Sunday presented by BetMGM. I'm Ben Wilson at downtown Las Vegas, our Circus Sportsbook Studios. Danny Burke. The Irish Bulldog, some would call Danny, uh, the host of our v Pro Football Betting Podcast. He's in Chicago, Illinois. Danny, I just made an in-game wager. Over 48 and a half in Bill's Chiefs. Jeff told us going to break. Chiefs find the end zone with a touchdown. 7-3 game there early second quarter in a game that went off at the 54 mark. You with me or against me on that, uh, on that thinking here with the in-game total? No,
5: I like it, Ben. I see where your head's at, and I don't think anybody would really want to be sweating out going the other way because just as we expected, these teams have been pretty pretty favorably moving the ball with ease, right? And And yeah, it hasn't been... Fortunate for the turnover for Allen, the turnover for Mahomes, and you know the Bills settling for a field goal is something that seldom occurs. So I think you're on the right track here. I, I might just wait a little bit just to see if maybe the Chiefs can force the Bills to turn it over or get like another stop or have them settle for a field goal and really see if we could just get a little bit better of a number, like under. If it somehow got under 48, then I would probably strike at that point. But uh, I do like your thought process here, and since I'm already kind of invested in the chiefs. I don't know if I want to go the double whammy and then maybe needing points from the Bills at some, uh, at some juncture in this game. But yeah, I like where you're going with that one, Ben. I think you'll get that. You
6: know, it's funny. You say that like, yeah, usually these marquee games we sit and we say, we, we like just being able to watch, right? Especially games like (laughs) these where it's like a super bowl preview. And I totally subscribe to that general thinking, and yet here I am with Bill, with bets on the Bills' side and in-game over, so I am very much breaking that Cardinal rule of, right. you know what, maybe when it's the biggest teams, you just sit back and watch. And I will say, as far as the 48 and a half, you are on the wrong side of a pseudo-key number where that's basically asking these teams to combine now for, we're at 10 so far, so you're needing 38 and a half points the rest of the way. You'd, you'd like to get something just below that, but Josh Allen picks up a third and a half yard on a QB sneak, uh, then a nice run on first and 10. So right now we're sitting where Buffalo's at six and a half yards per play on their third drive. So far, a fumble in the red zone and a field goal. Kansas City, eight yards per play through their first two drives. Interception in the end zone and a touchdown. Pretty easy bet for me to make when you consider 54 and a half was the pregame number. I'm getting a near touchdown uh, difference there. And as a result, we'll look to go over in that one. Uh, As far as the other games going, here's the one update we were waiting for this to potentially happen. Danny, I know you're always invested in the prop market. I don't know if you went in on Matthew Stafford interception prop. Yes, but he has thrown not only an interception, Matthew Stafford, but a pick six with the LA Rams facing this PJ Walker-led Carolina team that's at under five yards of play. LA just gifts the Carolina Panthers seven points right before the end of the first half as a that's taken back 30 yards for the touchdown. So Panthers 10, Rams 7. I'm seeing Rams minus three and a half live. 37 and a half is your total here. That first half total was 20 and a half. So that is now that is now up for grabs here with the the Rams trying to do something with the ball in the final two minutes. I'm not one to look and, and look for the Rams here in game at all, Danny. With how unimpressed I have been with them. Having said all that, what have what have the Panthers really shown us offensively? I mean, they're doing nothing so far. You'd have to think at a certain point there is a a buy spot on the Rams in game, but for me, it's not yet still having to lay three and a hook.
5: You you nailed it, right? I mean, I think at some point there is going to be a buy-in spot on Los Angeles, but right now laying three in the hook, why would you want to get involved? I mean, Los Angeles, them getting a touchdown to Allen Robinson was just overcoming a massive hurdle in itself, and this first half has just been horrendous. They've been looking as bad as they have up to this point, but this is supposed to be your game where you can correct your mistakes. And, yeah, defensively they've been fine, so that's what makes it an attractive look To go on the side of Los Angeles, Ben. But yeah, I'm not going to touch anything with LA unless it gets under three or if you can get a money line price, maybe like 160 or lower. Not that I want to lay that much with the Rams, but that would be where it would have to reach for me Mm. to really. Really be intrigued by this spot because, again, I I mean, I'm sure you'll get a better number here. The Rams offense hasn't done anything up to this point. Why would you imagine that's going to flip around just in a consistent way to where you won't have that available uh, in the near future? So, yeah, I'll wait and then maybe get invested on the side of L.A.
6: I'm seeing minus 215 is the bet MGM money line. Best number you can get in the market right now, minus 210. So, Dan, you're targeting maybe a 150 to 160 range there for L.A., which would correlate to a spread sub three, essentially is what we're saying on that right now. Uh, As Josh Allen looks deep down the field and throws incomplete. So a third and 10 upcoming for Buffalo, but a very late penalty. That is quite the bailout flag, if I do say so myself, Danny. (laughs) Buffalo will continue to move the ball first down into Kansas City territory. The other game, this is a game that's driving me crazy. Arizona and Seattle. We're under 40 seconds to go in the first half. I played this pregame over 50 and a half. It is 6-3. And Arizona, against the worst defense in most metrics in the NFL, either the worst or the second worst, depending on what numbers you look at with Detroit, Arizona has put up three points, seven first downs and five drives and 4.4 yards per play against a horrific (laughs) Seattle defense. Included in all this, we had a fourth and four At the Seattle 20 where Kyler Murray threw incomplete to Rondale Moore, just a bad pass. And ever since then, Danny, that was after a long first drive that resulted in a Cardinal field goal. First two drives here, each went at least 55 yards since then three punts, one first down for Arizona. I mean, what, what is happening to this Arizona offense?
5: Man, this has been absolutely infuriating, and I liked your bet pre-flop that you had here. This is what I was considering this week, and I ultimately didn't end up pulling the trigger. I mean, I took a little piece of the live over bet when uh, Jeff was doing it because I wanted us to all be- uh, get a piece of it, and you could tell they were moving the ball, and they still are, Ben, but they just can't fully execute, and it makes you want to rip your hair out of your head. And look, I know sometimes you don't want to double dip, but man, this is just so tempting to now I jump might. back in I potentially might. at 30- 30. Yeah, I- I- how could you not? I not not tell anybody not to like 36 and a half it should be the right play here or you could even wait to see what happens with seattle maybe they get a missed field goal or something as we as we uh, trend toward the end of this first half and get even a better number maybe something just directly in the second half but yeah man I, i just still think it's insanely attractive in a viable outlook to live bet this over because of what we've seen them do moving the ball and like you said ben Seattle, I believe, is allowing the most yards per play, and we do know Arizona comes alive in the second half. Why wouldn't this be the case Mm -hmm. when all of those things kind of lined up and correlate? So, hey, maybe you could even look if you want to get involved like I did a couple weeks ago or whenever last week I get or now I guess it was a couple weeks ago, but with directly the Arizona Cardinals' second half team total over. So I'll keep a lookout for that and maybe jump in on it.
6: All right. Pass it along. And this – assuming here, so Seattle has the ball with no timeouts. In Arizona territory, it is a – at least at this point, it is going to be a first and 10 at the Arizona 11 right now, Danny, with 14 seconds left. So there's a chance here. And I guess from our perspective, if we're looking to get in game, you'd almost root for them just to settle for the three, make it nine, three at the break. But at the same time, this is going to be, we're in what, week six? This is going to be a six straight game where Arizona has failed to cover in the first half with how awful they've been in these first half situations. And for Seattle, with with, again, how they've been really good offensively in their own right, Numbers are a little bit better. Six and a half yards per play. Seattle's had a bunch of extended drives, uh, but it's been a lot of stalling out right on the edge of field goal range. Two field goals settled for by Seattle and then a couple of punts on the other drives. This is the fifth drive today for Seattle. Two punts, two field goals, and now a false start there. So we'll wait to see what that result ends up being in the red zone here. I'd have to think we get a field goal And it's nine, three, going to the second half. We'll get, we'll see what the number spits out at us. Meanwhile, in Kansas city, Buffalo gets a uh, Buffalo gets stopped, goes for it fourth and goal at the three. And Josh Allen throws incomplete. His, his intended target was open. Isaiah McKenzie falls over down the middle. And Danny, if you were looking to get in, in game over, at least you're going to have a better number now after Buffalo wasted no time, moving the ball down the field. And McKenzie was open. He, He just fell. And couldn't bring the ball in. So 633 to go in the first half. We'll see this number get reposted at 44 and a half on the total. Wow. Chiefs minus two and a half live. And that could be your <laughs> buy point there, Danny, with what we've seen so far.
5: I know I was telling you, like, I don't want to have to bet this total over since I just want to only sweat out the Chiefs. But my goodness, all the way down to 44 and a half. We've seen how fast this Chiefs team can drive down the field, especially with limited. Well, now they still got plenty of time here in the first half. So I don't again, if you haven't bet anything, how are you not betting this over now? Each team has gotten in to the other opponent's uh, territory. They just, again, have not executed. This will kind of come back to the norm, come back to what we're accustomed to, and that's both of these teams getting touchdowns. So the Bills will figure it out. Don't worry about them. They're going to make it close. The Chiefs realistically will probably at least tack on a field goal here knowing how they push the ball downfield. So, yeah,
6: 44-and-a-half, Ben, man, it's hard to say no to bet that over. I know. Well, and just keep in mind, Chiefs do have to start at their own three yard line. So, this could be one of those death knells to overbetters where you end up with a long, extended 97 right. yard drive. That could be a potential. But the Bills, they had second and goal at the Chiefs three. Incomplete passes to Gabe Davis, Devin Singletary, and Isaiah McKenzie as the Chiefs continue to lead it seven to three. Seahawks going to settle for three here on the last play of the first half. We'll tell you about. Uh, that result, and we'll get into some halftime lines. Rams, Panthers at the half, Cardinals, Seahawks at the half. We'll discuss all of that when we return to Live Bet Sunday.
3: This is Live Bet Sunday on VCN the Sports
6: Betting Network. VCN pro subscribers get access to the best betting talent in the game. If you have not subscribed yet, VSIN has a midseason offer to make you a smarter better. Sign up now for just $99 and get VEASAN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl. You'll get everything VEASAN has to offer, including our 24-7 live shows and subscriber-only betting guides to college bull season. And the Super Bowl, all for less than the normal monthly rates. You'll also get VEASAN subscriber-only season prep guides to the NHL, NBA, and World Cup. It's the best bet in the game, $99 for VEASAN Pro, now through the Super Bowl. Sign up at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Jeff Parle's back with us here on live bet Sunday presented by bet MGM injury starting to pile up Jeff now for both offensive lines. I know you've noticed that here in this Kansas city Buffalo game with the Chiefs set to punts now from their own end zone on fourth and one under five minutes to go in the first half.
4: Yeah. Uh, Brown went back for uh for, for Buffalo Thune. took a really ugly looking thing, but stayed in the game. Um, Holmes got sacked right into his left leg. Uh, but guys you were talking about in the last segment, I mean, this game, the way that the box score setting up, this game should be flying over. And we're at ten points with four and a half to go in the uh, in the first half here. So, I mean, look at Buffalo gets held to three. This is going to be one of those in the second half where I think I'll be betting the over. And again, as I say a lot, with with when the numbers are so outrageous like this, where you're both teams north of six yards of play and you have ten points in a game where you have two of the four best offenses in the league playing, uh, if you manage to lose a second half over or if you take it right now, which currently is 43-and-a-half, I think that's one of those you take. A 43-and-a-half might, might is a little higher than I think I would do right now. But if we get to have half 7-6 or especially 7-3, I think you take a 27-and-a-half or a 28-over in the second half, Ben.
6: Yeah. You know, it's funny. Vinny was telling you this. It's like, this could be on a dead under pace into the fourth quarter and you still wouldn't feel comfortable if you had the under in a game like this. So even though my 48 and a half, I took, I, we explained the whole process with Danny. Last segment is trending toward toward being behind right now by five points. I'm really not that concerned. Like these teams are going to score and the box score does not lie when it comes to that. Now, the big question is, what do we do with these two games at the half of uh, Kansas city and Buffalo at the break right now? That specific live number is at least two and a half on the chiefs side, one and a half to two and a half, depending on your book. I guess Jeff mentioned 43 and a half. I see a couple forty threes out in the market as well, but what are we doing with these halftime lines? Panthers 10 Rams, seven, thanks to a gift. Matthew Stafford pick six right at the end of the first half. I'm seeing guys Rams minus six for the second half. So minus three for the game at 20 is your total. So we're at 37 start with you, Danny. I don't know. You said you wanted that, uh, that money line to be, down a sub sub two dollars more like minus 160. now we're still not there yet at least for the full game more like the minus 180 to two dollar range so anything that you would be looking to get into here we have about six minutes left uh, in that half so we'll start there first carolina and the la Rams
5: yeah I'd only be considering laying the six for the in the second half like you were mentioning ben but I still feel like at maybe not at best, but like realistically, you would probably push that based on the on the way that the Rams have played up to this point and obviously the entire season. So I'm still going to hold out a little bit and see if the full game spread doesn't dip to under three or if I get in that money line range, because if it does, again, I'll be looking to jump in on Los Angeles. So, yeah, that's really the only thing I got there. And Ben, I know you'll get to this next, but I did just want to bring up. Briefly for that Cardinals yep. and Seahawks game, I was talking about the team total. So for Arizona at Bet MGM, I'm seeing 16 and a half for the team total with Arizona. We know they turn on the lights, you know, they kind of go crazy in the second half. And I was sweating out that bet a couple weeks ago when they came alive. And I mean, it seems like it would be the right move, but Seattle does get the ball first to begin the second half. So I'm not sure I'll still get that bet available or if it'll change. So I just want to see if it does based on what Seattle uh, ends up doing with their first drive in the second half, but still going to look at that game's total. Yep.
6: So that would make it what a 12 and a half there for a second half uh, team total, essentially for Arizona, I'm seeing 24s with Arizona favored by two. So uh technically I, and Jeff, you can correct me if I'm wrong in this. Wouldn't that I mean, technically by the numbers, that is actually a favorable bet to be made. Since if you're looking at Arizona minus two, that would come out to 12 and a half, 10 and a half, which is still about a point below market. So by a raw number standpoint, Danny, I think you're, you're probably on the right track there. I'm thinking Jeff, of just going ahead and playing this over second half again, even though I, I doubt that the over 50 and a half I played pregame will get there. Still have to think with what we just laid out with the box score in our last segment and Seattle has been moving the ball settling for three field goals in their five drives at over six yards per play. And I trust Arizona with a 4.4 yard per play output in the first half against a bottom two defense in the NFL in Seattle to pick things up in the second half. So I I would be more inclined just to look at this full game uh, for both of these teams, Danny. I think your number is a, a pretty good one. I'm probably going to look here, Jeff, at the over 24, though, for the second half. I'm
4: going to be honest with you both. I'm a little frustrated that we just didn't blindly go against Arizona in the first half again. I mean, they just I did the same thing that they've done all six halves, except for last week where they scared the bejesus out of Danny and his Eagles first half bet <laughs> at the end of the end of the second quarter. But I mean, this team, I mean, we know what Cliff is. He, he does not have his team ready to play. And, yes, they get better in the second half, so at least it will give him some credit for being able to adjust at halftime. But he never has his team ready to go. And in this game, this has been a weird game because it really has felt like every time I've looked up when Seattle's had the ball, they've done whatever they wanted. They've just stalled yeah. in the red zone. And the Cardinals, I mean, look, that first drive, they got nothing uh, on a really nice drive. The other fourth down conversion play, uh, if if Kyler makes a throw that's maybe about a foot higher, that drive's still going after that because Moore would have made that catch. Uh, but, look, I, I think Danny's bet that he mentioned is mathematically sound. I'm not going to make it. I'm staying out of yep. this. I, whatever, I'm going to – I'll just cut bait with this game unless if something comes up in-game in the third or fourth quarter because we got a dead-set loser and in our in-game over, and I don't think we had a bad handicap. When you, you, you are dead when you have one team that's under five yards of play when it's all said and done in the first half in Arizona, and a team that is having a good offensive day can't punch it into the end zone.
6: I totally uh, understand where you're coming with it on that angle. And at least uh, for me, I usually play smaller bets on these totals. So at least for me, it's not as, it's a little easier to justify going back for seconds here uh, with maybe a half unit play on this full game over looking at another half unit here on the second half total. But I did play this over 24. I see, you know, on the East coast too. I mean, they're, they're looking at 25 at DraftKings uh, DraftKings and a lot of the East coast jurisdictions. Most of the books here have taken over money. A couple did touch 24 and a half, although I see the majority of the market still standing pat at a 24 right now there in Cardinals and Seahawks. It is Arizona. The side is probably taking the most money there. Arizona from two to minus two and a half. So that means for the game here, Arizona uh, catching three and a half for the game. They were laying that two and a half point spread beforehand. Uh, Meanwhile, I I got Danny's thoughts a second ago, Jeff. And I said this in the last segment. I don't know how you trust the Rams right now. It, it, it still is a favorite in this game, laying six for the second half. I realize we saw nothing out of Carolina in the first half to indicate they should be winning the game. But it's one of those spots where, if I'm not forced to make a wager here, and I don't, and I still don't know that the number has been adjusted enough. I'm not going to make the play. And as we're kicking off here in the third quarter, I'm 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 very content to sit this one out as we've watched this Rams offense continue to sputter today.
4: The, uh, the one counter to what you just said is if the Rams can't win this game and cover three for the game in a game where Carolina has done nothing on offense and her only touchdown is a another disaster for Matthew Stafford. This season for the Rams, they go into a bye next week and then out of the bye they go San Francisco who has their number in a regular season at Tampa, where this year, God, that game's a mess because both offensive lines are terrible. The Cardinals, the second crack at them. At New Orleans, at Kansas City. If you're LA, you don't win this game, your season blows up very quickly here, Ben.
6: Yep. Well, what does it say? That I understand everything you laid out, and there's a lot of there's a lot of validity to your points, and yet I'm still not trusting the spot for LA. <laughs>
4: Wild. It's wild what has happened uh, to this. And look, it's both Super Bowl teams from a year ago. I mean, you look at Cincinnati this year, and they're 3-3. Three and three And, I mean, Danny, I mean, you don't feel any confident about the Bengals, despite the fact that they're still tied for first in the AFC North.
5: Oh, of course not. No, no chance. I mean, it, it, what's really frustrating here, and because I have a bet on it too, I mean, I have the Ravens over 9.5 wins, and there's felt like you know, there has been three games where they probably should have won. They should be. You're right. And, and I guess if you want to look at it from a I haven't done anything standpoint, take the value that you're still getting with Baltimore right now, whether it's for down the road in the postseason, whether it's for an adjusted win total, AFC North, et cetera. I mean, they probably end up losing in their next match or the next time they play the Bengals. You're probably going to split with them. I don't know if we have or what the uh, adjusted win total was, if any of you knew heading into this game. But I, I wouldn't be afraid. Again, we don't like to double dip sometimes. I wouldn't be afraid if it's at the right number to jump back in on Baltimore because, again, they should be getting these results. It's just not coming to fruition. It's so frustrating.
6: Let me – I've got that pulled up for you, Danny, from our friends at BetMGM. Baltimore uh, currently heading into this week 10.5 but with heavy overjuice at minus 145. Have to think that gets readjusted to either 10 or 9.5. Likely that juice correlating would mean you'd still have to lay a price, but – not, not, There are worse numbers to be playing, I would say, Danny, uh, as far as that week-to-week with, with the win totals and how they are concerned. Uh, Baltimore was an opening-odd team of 9.5, got a lot of respected money to the over preseason before getting to 10.5. So haven't come off the number yet. They might after the Ravens go down to the Giants this week. Coming up toward the end of the first half in Kansas City, we'll update you there on Bills Chiefs when we return.
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: On vsen the sports betting network.
6: Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs in any pro football game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion, then place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more in any pro football game. If you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. You want to know and have a good idea of whether somebody is a true nerd when it comes to the NFL or not. Ask them their opinions on the trio of John Hussey, Bill Vinovich, and Brad Allen as referees. And as we were talking in the last break, Jeff Jeff Parles and I have a weird, I don't know, it's nothing else than just a weird nerdy obsession with the NFL officiating performance. You gotta, you gotta, Jeff, you gotta uh, what's know, your ben. rating of Brad Allen today on a one-to-10 scale? Yeah, it's
4: not been good so far in Kansas City, which... Not I, good. You know the most amazing part of this has been It feels like they finally got to the two-minute warning, in Kansas City on a move up 7-3. It feels like it legitimately took... 35 minutes of real time to get from four minutes to go in the half to two minutes to go in the half. So it's just been one of those where too many flags. And look, right now the key the, the, the two key plays in this game, guys, are are that weird play with Allen where he fired it off the face mask of McKenzie on the on the backwards pass that Kansas City recovered. And that even though it led to no points for KC, and then that fourth down and, and goal decision from the four, which I think was the right call, uh, it just has not been a good day for Isaiah McKenzie, who kind of slipped as he was getting out of his route to throw was a little behind yep. him. But a play that could have been made by McKenzie, and now Kansas City's on the move. And, look, KC gets the ball out of the half in the second half. If KC can score twice here, regardless of what it is, whether it's two field goals, a touchdown and a field goal, or a pair of touchdowns, they can make things very difficult here for Buffalo.
6: This was the the flag fest last year with Carl Sheffers' crew on, on the Sunday nights. We have eight accepted penalties combined between the two teams, four for each so far. Yes, it, as Jeff was pointing out, a first half that is taken – uh, nearly an hour and a half of real time just to get to the two-minute warning here with Kansas City with the ball and on the move uh, we'll get to our pro tip of the hour right now it's something that came up we were, we were discussing during the break because the Rams continue to look completely disinterested I'm not saying you do this and apply it just to this specific Rams game but there are certain spots where let's say if you're looking to bet the Rams live like Danny you were mentioning this at a certain threshold minus 160 or below you look to bet the Rams You're getting that opportunity at this point now, every time the Rams punt the ball back to Carolina. And there are specific spots like this, where if a team you're looking to back is struggling on offense, you can get a much better in-game number when they give the ball to the other team. Usually we don't advocate for betting in those particular spots, but this is one of those rare instances where Carolina cannot move the ball whatsoever. Carolina at this point right now in the game is at 4.3 yards per play and is five first downs on six drives. So you're almost better off. Again, this is a very game-by-game specific thing here for a pro tip. But if you're looking to bet in-game where it is an absolute defensive struggle, you can get a much better number when the team you are wanting to bet punts the ball away. We saw that after the Rams punted on the first drive of the third quarter down to one and a half live. What happens, Danny? An immediate three and out for Carolina. And where where do you go? You have the Rams back up to anywhere from two and a half to three and a half live. I am seeing minus uh, 145, the best money line price you can get, DB. So I don't know if... This is your time to get in, uh, but that option is now presenting itself with the Rams set to get the ball back.
5: So, gentlemen, I did lay a point and a half with the Rams uh, right as we did were it. coming in. <laughs> I did do it. I- I'm gonna torture myself here. So, I bet MGM here in wow. Illinois, you could still get minus one in the hook at minus one fifteen money line at minus buck fifty. I mean, a minus one and a half. Look, this is going to be probably a field goal game anyway, so I'll just do the minus one in the hook at that point and fully embracing the Rams sweat, Ben. So, uh, yeah, I'll uh, be looking forward to it, but not actually.
6: I mean, Jeff, doesn't this kind of have like PJ Walker gets sacked in the end zone? It's 10 9, and then the Rams block oh, a no. punt out of the end zone and they win 11 10. I mean, that, that might all be right, in play. On. I'm Relax. only half joking, Relax. Jeff. Come on. <laughs> come on now. He's trying to do it again. No, he, he's trying to, he's <laughs> trying to Danny, destroy just... your bet,
4: Danny. Yeah. Uh, no, but, but not, in, all, in all, not the point. In all seriousness, <laughs> though, I mean, it's, I mean, if you're the Rams, again, the Rams have, this is, they're embarrassing right now. This is embarrassing. Yeah. You're playing a team. They're a bad football team. I, they are. I, I, there's no argument right now. They are playing a team that is, to me, the 32nd team in the league, with a quarterback. And look, I don't want to. I don't want to disrespect PJ Walker too badly, but. B.J. Walker is the, was the fourth quarterback on this team going into the year. It took Sam Darnold and Matt Corral getting hurt behind Baker Mayfield in order to give Walker to start today. And Walker was terrible last year when pressed in the service as well. So, I look, and you're losing this game midway through the third quarter. This is embarrassing from what LA's done. I still think they find a way to get it done. I think Danny's bet will find a way to get home. But, I, I mean, look uh, – there, there is no confidence whatsoever and should be no confidence in anyone who has any sort of futures on the Rams, whether they're win total over, whether they're NFC West, whether they're NFC title. Like, even though San Francisco got beat handily today by Atlanta, the Niners are pretty clearly a better football team out west than them.
6: And still right now, I mean, I, again, we were talking about these adjusted in-season win total markets. And, of course, as we say this, good timing for Danny because Cooper Kappa first down and then Ben Skoranek with a big gainer. That's the lo- longest pass play of the day for Matthew Stafford. He just now, with 10.30 to go in the third quarter, gets over the 100-yard mark for the day as the Rams move into Carolina territory. But Rams are at, still at 9.5 entering this week. 9.5 juiced under minus 130 at BetMGM. Assuming a win here, again, we're not, we're not assi- assuming that is going to happen, but everything we've laid out would suggest they, sh- they ought to find a way to win the game probably stays nine and a half, but you're probably basically at, a, at an even money situation or minus 110 on both sides. That's probably a bet, Jeff, for as, 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 much of, as much as we discuss on the network finding value on the in-season numbers, a lot of time we, met, we bring that up just for content purposes and many times there's really not many great numbers to actually look at. That would have to be one of them where you'd look at a three and three team at nine and a half with the adjusted win total. How do you not look under on that type of position?
4: It's one of those. If you get the 10, Tip your cap, move to the next one. We went through what their schedule is yeah. earlier coming up. I mean, the rest of the way, they get Arizona and Seattle at home. Other than that, I don't trust them. And, and Denver at home. I, I, can't, I can't forget Hackett. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, we haven't had Come to on deal on. with him today. We get to deal with him tomorrow <laughs> on primetime. Uh, but, uh, but uh, I mean, other than those three home games, I mean, do you expect them to beat San Francisco even off a of buy at home? Coin flip at best. I don't expect them to win at Tampa despite the Bucks looking terrible today. Uh and I mean look, Packers look terrible, but that's they've Stafford obviously has never really played well there in his career. Chargers and in the L.A. Bowl that somehow we'll end up with more Raider fans than Charger or Ram fans in the building for that game. I mean, it, this is a really bad setup for the schedule. By the way, Josh Allen just threw a absolutely perfect yeah, ball I, to McKenzie that he dropped. This has been a nightmare, an arrowhead today for Isaiah McKenzie, who has had three really bad plays that he's been involved with today.
6: And McKenzie, and he fell down in the end zone. Was wide open on what should have been a touchdown. Uh, so Buffalo, right now, second and twelve. A minute, twenty-four to go in the first half. Bills did force a Kansas City punt, but backed up inside their own five-yard line. Down by seven to three. Uh, and this game in Seattle, Danny continues to drive me absolutely insane. <laughs> Arizona, once again, moving the ball to start the half. What happens? Fourth and two at the Seattle twenty-seven. And Russell Wilson and the Cardinal, or Russell, uh, in the, form, the former uh, occupational house of Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray in the Cardinals, look for the deep shot. And kind of like Russell Wilson this year, that's probably why that was in my head, Danny. Uh, overshoots his target by about five yards on just a horrific play on fourth and two. Once again, another drive with no points for Arizona and Seattle. Still 9-3, nine minutes to go in the third quarter.
5: Ben, you're telling me you don't love when teams chuck it up deep when it's th- When it's fourth and short or third and short. (laughs) I mean, I thought that works all the time. It's flawless, right? My goodness. Oh what a joke. Ben, I still like – I just feel so bad for you in this game because I still like that so much, and they have been moving the ball, and it's even worse now, and it's been terrible but because they're so methodical with it, and just the lack of execution is remarkable, and you just can't believe how this – and I've been waiting to jump in, Ben. I haven't done it, but it's like 32 and a half. The over is even money. It's so dang tempting, but there's been nothing that can show me that they are actually going to execute to get the six points. So maybe I just end up staying away in this one, buddy. I'm sorry. I tried to get there we're,
6: this is where, yeah, this is a game, guys. If I was a less disciplined person, uh, we'd, we'd be in some potential trouble, right? I just firing on the <laughs> just, over just keep, over just, and keep, over just, again. Just, just
4: keep digging that hole
6: there. <laughs> I'm, so I'm not going to do it. We're going to, we're going to dig in here and just accept that we're, we're, uh, we at least have a, a halftime bet that has maybe a chance of hitting and the pregame bet, probably not going to get there. Uh, we're down to, as Janny said, we're down to 31 and a half live. Bills do pick up a first down from the shadow of their own goalpost. We'll see how aggressive Buffalo is. Still two timeouts left, 45 seconds to go in the first half, down 7-3, and we'll have a halftime line coming for you shortly on that game. Meanwhile, a challenge in L.A. We'll see what Steve Wilkes is up to there. The Carolina interim head coach will explain that next after a third-and-five play for the Rams at about midfield. Panthers up 10-7, and there go the Bills up to midfield with under 30 seconds to go in the first half. Big play to Stephon Diggs. More in-game updates still to come here on Live Bet Sunday.